Welcome back to the Ways to Flourish podcast, where we discuss how to flourish through our challenges and elevate the voices across William & Mary's campus. I'm Lindsay Heck. And I'm Jenny Helmendaller. And today we're talking with Julia Green, our new <laughs> campus dietitian. Welcome, Julia. Hi, thanks for having me. So you're new on campus. I am. I'm new. This is my first rodeo. How's it going? You know, it's going. It takes a while to acclimate. I'm not, because it's very different from anything that I've ever done, but um, I love it. I, I genuinely love it. I love the students. I love the dining hall staff. They're like family to me. So um, it's definitely uh, a place where I fit, which is difficult for me to find usually. So, And you said you came here in April of 2022. Yeah. How's it, how's it been and how did you get here? Well, it's been it's been interesting. I actually was recruited, so which made me I, come on. When you need an ego boost, I mean, recruitment. There you go. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> wow, I didn't realize I was that cool. Apparently, I am. I wasn't even looking for a job actually. So previously, I have worked in uh, cardiac rehab. I have worked in. Um, Definitely wellness, corporate wellness it was my wheelhouse. I've also partnered with um, university athletic departments in, or in the past, as well as high school. So I was not looking for a job at all. I was pretty pleased with my position. I was, you know, respected. I was paid well, and it was, you know, it was a good time. It was fun. I got to do a lot of education and presenting, which I like to do. <laughs> but uh, I got an email, and I'm looking at the description of the job, and I was like, Work-life balance, oh, you know, autonomy, oh. And that um, appealed to me as well, to be able to work with multiple different departments um, and touch multiple different different people, students, as well as staff. So that's just, I like to be doing many things at once. And so, yeah, uh, long story short, I'm already acclimating well here. So I fit in pretty, pretty. When they don't d- mistake me for a student because of my backpack and my sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you like walk up to someone you need to talk to and be like, excuse yeah. me, what do you need? I'm like, no, I have a name tag. I've been talking to your mom. What are you kidding? Don't confuse the two. Absolutely not. So what about this work? Why, why dietitian? Why did you decide to follow this career path? You know, I, I'm not going to give the cliche. This is what every dietitian, well, I've always had a passion for nutrition. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's a dietitian joke that they're all going to get if any dietitian listens to us. But, um, to me, it's it's kind of a different way to look at all-encompassing wellness, what we eat. But it's not just from like a health, like physical health perspective. It's also from a mental health perspective. We all have certain challenges with food. And um, we all have, there's been a lot of stigmas with food and um, throughout the generations. You know, I mean, my generation would come from the Clean Your Plate Club. And, and what type of triggers and traumas that can ensue. And, and then we have the, um, you know, I went to high school in the 90s, which sidebar, like walking around this campus, I'm like, oh my God, y'all are still in my freaking closet from 1997. It came back, what? right? And I am so pumped about it. The one thing that I'm not pumped about at all are the scrunchies coming back. I cannot get down with that. Get the down. scrunchies? Out of all things, out of the all scrunchies. Things, I do not like the scrunchies, but I'm so down with the overalls get down. I'm loving it. And the Birkenstocks, I've, I've literally counted like 10 pairs of Birks just walking from like Seattle over to Commons today. And I'm like, y'all are just some dope. And the, and the, um, the docks are back too. And I'm with the dresses. I'm like, yo, can we go take it? And the Nirvana, I do have to quiz y'all. They'll be like, give me five Nirvana songs. Like, come on. Do you really know it? Or are you just remembering the shirt? Cause I want to know. Anyway. All right. I digress. 
Um, <laughs> we'll get back to it. So, so honestly, there's so much about nutrition, and it's very broad spectrumed. It's not. It's not just. A, people think that di- that dietitians are the food police. You know, they they always want to apologize when they find out what I do, that what they're eating. I'm so sorry, and then I'm like, what you want me to apologize too? Because I've got like a whole drawer full of candy. <laughs> Like, like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Y'all want to bribe me? I like the little chewy nerd balls a lot. And Mike and those I. Those are so good. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, right? I can't. I can't with those. And I love dark chocolate. In case you, you ever want to, um, you know, bless your dietitian with some sugar. That's a tip. Take it. Okay, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that having a healthy relationship with food also um, is extremely important. And I think understanding that food can heal. Food really is medicine. You do get out what you put in, but at the same time, we can take things too far one way or the other. And I do have a personal history. Um, I have a history of some eating disordered behaviors as well. And I feel that that, that it makes me a very well-rounded person to be able to be in that position to know how we can create a healthy dynamic and a healthy relationship with food, how we can actually use it as a tool for health and wellness for the future, how we can teach future generations to have a respectful relationship with food, not a dangerous one. So I do want to know like how you, you were just talking earlier about how our attitudes toward food have changed over time. So oh could God. you expand upon that a little bit? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I would love to know. I would love to. Okay. So um, I, I mean, taking it all the way back to like um, the boomers generation, like we'll go with my mother, um, my mother's, you know, as when she was a child. So for that generation, it was like the meat and potatoes generation, okay? And that was also like you don't waste too much coming out of the depression type stuff. So we have to look at like what con- what is considered healthy. At that point, it would just be eating everything that's on your plate is considered healthy. And so then we enter in, here comes my generation in, and we here we are 80s, 90s now, and you're looking, we're looking at social media, everything's diet, everything with tab. You know, I mean, that's a little before I was a little young for that, but I do remember the tab ads. <laughs> I definitely do. And diet, everything, diet, Pepsi, everything was diet. We had this influx of calories, calories, calories. Now we're actually paying attention, but we don't really even know what calories are we don't at that point we just know that they're negative and we look at them as a negative thing and every and everyone is uber thin like you look at like i mean oh like you look at the models from back then and i'm just like are you kidding me and this is the reason why you know there's certain certain brands that i to gravitate more toward than others because of the use of said models and like but the stigma of needing of just that it was so strong in the 90s of needing to be thin and so there was there was a lot of restriction and in the home at the same time um, we still had like there was still we still had these home cooked meals, but convenience food is starting to really come into play a lot more. And so so you notice a shift as well from on the other end as far as the overeating in the food addiction areas, because that wasn't always the thing like as far as the binge eating and stuff when we're talking trends, trending in food over time. And, and so then we, we come into, at, at the same time in the 90s, we start seeing a lot more diet culture, just like in the 80s. So 80s, we had diet everything, calorie-free stuff. And then we have Mr. Atkins. 
eye roll, proverbial eye roll, everyone together now. One, two, three. <laughs> it's horrible. Horrible. And so let's just eat meat and vegetables. And we're not we're going to demonize the carb because carbs are the devil. And nobody even knows what a carbohydrate actually is. It's like, you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> but so now once again, we have this influx of weight loss. Okay. And because we're not eating carbohydrates, and then a few years later, we notice, oh my gosh, your cholesterol is through the roof. Um, so, so moving forward, it kind of the low carb stuff kind of sticks around, and you, you see that trend coming back and forth throughout like early two thousands until you know we we reached the MLM monstrosities that go crazy with like you know beach body this and pink drink that and there's so many other, and I've analyzed all of them because my patients will ask me to do so and then I have to try to be neutral but unfortunately I don't have a poker face unless it's really important that I'm really good or if I'm acting I don't know if you can tell that I have a theater background slightly noticeable <laughs> wait do do any of those programs work just for the record <laughs> no. none of them okay <laughs> So don't spend money there. Don't, please don't. And the thing is, to be real, especially with Arbonne has one that's really good and Beachbody does too. And I had I, I had one um, student recently who, I don't remember, the, it's um, Isogenics, I think it was, who, and some of these ingredients are actually really good. So you look at the Arbonne one and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. But guess what? You spend, it's like, take my blood and my first child and do not take these Jordans. But, you know, I mean, like, seriously, you want all my money for this stupid nutritional drink when in actuality, if I need that, uh, you can get the same thing at the store that's just as healthy. Like, Orgain is a really good product, um, and it's you can get it either on Amazon or you can get it at the freaking Walgreens. Like, mm -hmm. and it's cheap. Marketing is insane. Just, like, what kinds of things that they'll say, like, oh, this is however much money. Yeah, like, this is my the cost of my firstborn, but then yeah. you can go to Food Lion and get the same exact thing. Exactly. Yeah, it makes me so bad. It, it really and <laughs> um, Yes, your vegan chocolate shake is, is delicious. However, like, Orgain makes a really good one, that, and I can get a whole tub of that stuff for less than $40. <laughs> so, and that's kind of where I'm at with it. But honestly, really, when you really come down to it, and it is about making money they'd use the same tactics as like a cult would when you look at like the bite model Stephen Hassan bite model it's the same stuff with these MLMs so if you really want to lose weight don't pay thrive some money to stick a patch on you that's really giving you way too many B vitamins and your pee's just super expensive now because <laughs> that's all you're doing is flushing it out. <laughs> but hey, Thrive, you know what? You just made some money off of them. Good job. The people at the top. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> the people at the top. And, so, and it makes me really sad because you will see certain degrees of weight loss and, with a lot of these things. But you can, in fact do this on your own in a healthy way to where you're not overdoing it. It's the same thing with the weight loss clinics that give you B12 shots. It's used better in the body in small doses, not in a large dose. And if you're deficient in B12, cool. And you, you, you're just going to use what you need. And then you're going to literally flush the rest out through your kidneys and you're going to pee it away. Okay, that's a B vitamin. So it's not going to make you skinny and it's not going to give you more energy. In the five hour energy, what gives you the energy is that crap load of caffeine that's in there, not all those B vitamins. Really? Yes. <laughs> it's true. B vitamins, unless you're deficient, it's not going to give you more energy. It's not. Let me just put a disclaimer out there, y'all. I, I 
when it comes to vitamins, you do have to be careful because they're not FDA regulated. But I'm going to really make it clear and well known that I don't fully trust the FDA. So let's just put that out there, too. Even though they're in charge of my credentialing body, I'm a realist and I'm a skeptic. So I take things as they are. But with vitamins, the reason it's good that we want certain things regulated is because you know what's in it. With vitamins, you don't. They're not regulated. So they could tell you, like, what they put in there, they're going to tell you exactly what's in it. But what they bind it with or all the extra stuff you have no idea what you're eating or what you're putting in your body marketing it's like it can be a wonderful thing it can be a wonderful tool and it's something that i use here on campus heck yes we market i mean just by having me out there with the impossible people is marketing because they get so stupid excited over something like a reusable straw <laughs> everybody who's seen me can actually attest to that like this chick is crazy yes yes i am you know and but it's a good kind of crazy and it's, it's always a good time I and mean, it's never a dull moment <laughs> so that being said what else do you do on campus oh that's great i do so much on campus <laughs> for one thing i walk everywhere which is why i wear sneakers all the time with my dresses I see, I definitely see students now that everyone's back on campus. I see, see students one on one. Anyone who has, who is on a meal plan can see me. And if you are not, just a little plug, if you, if you need to see, if you need nutrition guidance and you are not on a meal plan, guess what? I have, I've, I have a network of lovely, amazing dietitians that I can refer to. So that's another thing that I really can do. So I see students one on one for any reason they want. I get to um, train the dining hall staff. I lead like the employee orientation with um, my part, of course. So my specific part with the dining hall staff is training on allergens, cross-contamination, cross-contact, food safety, mm -hmm. um, what is, and also helping them to really fully understand food allergies. So I, I'm also a master trainer for Aller Train You, which means that I hold the trainings here and can uh, and teach them how to handle this safely because we do have very significant um, allergies. So helping the staff to really understand it, but also I love the staff, y'all. They're my family. And I walk in, I'm, I'm, I, they really are. I, I become so close to them in such a short amount of time. I love these people. Love them. Every morning, because my office is over there in Campus Center, and I have my coffee, and I go and do my rounds, because I do. I check the, the labeling. I check so it's not like I'm sitting there having coffee, but I also getting to know the staff and hearing from them is so vital and so important, because y'all, they have the heart of the university. Food is the heart of the house. Once again, why did I go into food and nutrition? Food, food is the heart Food, what does food bring us? Think about it. Comfort food is something that we don't eat all the time. Like my kids are going to tell you, my youngest loves my mac and cheese and my collard greens. And they love it because this is stuff that takes time. It's, this is not anything that's like easy to throw together. But when I make, I know that when they have these foods, oh, seldomly, but they do, they, it brings memories for them. So it's just like me. My mama used to make these chicken enchiladas and then her lasagna and some other things just bring back this flood of memories. Are these healthy foods? Absolutely not. Is this food that I eat all the time? No. But think about it. What, it. what does it bring? It brings that nostalgia, that warm feeling that I am, I'm comforted by this because I don't get to see my mom that often, you know? So using food for nostalgia and for that comfort that is okay.
going to food for comfort to take place of something else, you know, we need to, and that's where I come in and I can help with that too, but, but I'm never going to not comfort food. I'm not, and so that's I, that helping forge that connection, helping students to be able to maintain health, helping them with their athletics, helping them with, I've, I see students from, I've got a lot of students who have IBS. I have students who have specific allergens. I have students who are somewhere on multiple areas of eating disorder spectrum. I have students who um, have autoimmune disorder functions. I even have students who have like genetic high cholesterol and diabetes and I, and I help all of these. You name it, I can help. Or I just have students who are like, honestly, I just wanna know how I can get through finals and not die. What should I eat? Stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so. And so you talked a little bit about these quick fixes, if you will. Like, yeah. So the answer is not in a shake. The answer is not nope. in a pill. Uh-uh. Uh, where does the answer lie? So what is your what is your advice to people who are trying to improve or really develop a healthy relationship with food and eating and being able to give their bodies what they need, but also have that pleasurable experience I of just experiencing food? I love this question. I love this question. So I really like to have people take a look at their entire, like it all encompassing. So my one, one that I love to say is no better do better. The other one that I say all the time is honor your body always. And what's honoring my body could be different than what somebody else's. And that's okay too. All right. So things that that everyone should do and, and everyone that can help with the whole health aspect and just being healthy and well overall. Stop focusing on, on taking things away and start focusing on what you're adding in. So one can of pop a day actually equal. It could be moderation for some people, right? But that actually equals 12 pounds in a year. Did you know that? Now you do. Fun yeah. fact. So what, what are we adding in? Are we drinking water? So if we, if we are trying to cut back on drinking sugar, sweetened beverages, maybe we do something like, hey, I really do want to have a pop today, but in order to get that, I'm going to drink at least 32 ounces of water before noon. So if we are trying to add things in that we like, yes. but the problem in our food society right now is that we are turning to a lot of overeating yes. and eating too much um, uh, really processed foods. So how do we navigate that? I love that too. So this is a this is where the balance comes in. So a problem is, especially if somebody's really trying to revert and kind of make that shift shift. We tend to go all or nothing, and when you go all or nothing, you're gonna fail. Yeah, you're gonna fail. So what we want to do is start with very sim- things that are very simple. So two of the most difficult things for me to get patients in the in the past, and now it's a different population for me, but it's gonna be the same because I've worked with all ages from seven to hundred and everything in between eating vegetables and drinking water are the two most important things you can do for yourself in my professional and mom and personal opinion <laughs> as well and as for for health for wellness for overall cellular health because just <laughs> this is, everybody wants the look forget about weight okay forget about that think about how you're going to honor your body and what else it's going to do for you that be and it could be catalyst for a, for being of a healthy weight but eating enough vegetables so do y'all I'm gonna ask you quiz time what is the recommendation of daily amounts of vegetables? Isn't it five servings? What's a serving? Uh, oh, in elementary school, we were told like a fist size oh, of vegetables. Aw. Yeah. That's cute. For elementary and kids, that's what that's I right. stick with too, yeah. 
Yeah. Four to five. And you know what? That's actually about right. Because I, what I would say for all people, approximately two to three cups, at least two to three cups of vegetables a day. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Well, however you like to eat them. So your question was, how do we navigate from the process and kind of veering away from that and getting toward more of the whole food? We have to have balance. Okay, and if we go all or none mentality, you're going to start craving that pizza like it's nobody's business. And then what's going to happen? You're going to binge. You are. okay. nine times out of 10. We don't want to binge. We want to keep things with a balance. So, okay, this is how I explain it. There's two different kinds of foods because y'all want to say good. Everybody does. Oh, these are good carbs. These are bad carbs. Um, It's a carb. A carb is a carb. It's sugar. Is, I mean, it's not really good or bad. It might be mono, dye, or poly, but in all honesty, it's just a freaking carbohydrate, okay? So we have all the times foods, and we have sometimes foods. All the times foods and sometimes foods. If we are substituting, we're just giving our body subpar adequate nutrition that doesn't have all the things that, that it's called for, you're just going to get a subpar version of yourself, honestly. So understanding why vegetables and why produce and, th- and fresh food actually does play a role in this It's important. If you want that pizza, eat the salad first. Have your vegetables first. Think, get disciplined. Discipline, everyone's like, I just don't have the motivation. Motivation, motivation is a fickle, like not, it's, you can't trust motivation. Motivation's not going to stick around. Motivation comes and goes. You can't trust her. She's going to cheat on you. She's going to come back. She's going to leave. It's like motivation. Who are you? Where are you? Where did you come from? You keep coming and going and I'm really confused and now I'm traumatized. Okay. Why? Cause you, cause motivation doesn't come from anywhere. Just show it's why it's why people join the gym in January and by February they done. Because they rely on motivation. Uh-uh. Motivation is going to get you in the door. But you know what's going to stay, stay there? When I'm talking about adding in vegetables and drinking water, that's it. Two things. Discipline. And, and it's okay. Some people have significant texture and taste problems. That's acceptable and okay. There's nothing wrong with you for being a quote-unquote picky eater. I hate that term. You just like what you like, but you also got to understand that we can branch out and find there's got to be a vegetable for, there's a vegetable for everyone, you know? There is, I promise. And if you need me to cook you some, I will. There's a, there's a kitchen upstairs. I'm going to do some cooking demos. I'm, I'm entertaining. I might have a good time with me, y'all. Come on, we're going we to cook together. I'll help you out. But when you have that balance, it's a lot better. I ask people all the time, going back to the sometimes, all the time, sometimes foods. If I were to ask y'all, what's healthy? Broccoli and the Hershey Kiss. I mean, it's kind of obvious, right? Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you this. If all I ate was broccoli all the time, would I be healthy? I feel like that might be turning full at times. <laughs> you know, it would be. And I probably wouldn't have a lot of friends. I'd have to eat a lot of Beano. But also... If I ate one Hershey kiss a day, think I could still be healthy? Right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of have to keep that in mind. We we and also recognize like your own your own things that are like a slippery slope maybe. Like for me, wavy lace potato chips. I can't purchase them, I can't buy them, I can't keep them in my house. Why? I will, I will eat the whole, I will eat myself out of the bag. Like the party size bag, not the small fun, you know I mean? I'm, I'm like in there like, <laughs> yeah, for real. I love 
it's so boring too. It's just like plain old potato chips. I love them. Love them. They get that extra crunch with the wave. Oh my god, I know. And the right? French onion dip, like oh. in the mix. Oh, I got and I've got I've got tips for the dip too. I got I got good tips for that. Um, because then you can have all the things. But uh, but really, just creating balance and knowing what you can and cannot control, I think, is also important. But focusing on once again, what are you adding in and not taking away? Food shouldn't make you feel guilty. We should understand that it is that we are human. We are all humans. So we're not perfect. And and it's just that's how we are. And that's we need to respect that and understand that this is it's simple. And it's about doing little things to build people up and not judging people. Just giving each other grace and um, being a good support when and having that support system as well when you really want to do about it. And it's important to you and you and don't feel bad because you're flawed Flaws are what's make what makes us beautiful. That's what brings our journey. You know, and that's a it's a wonderful thing. I love flawed people. Give me all of them. Hmm. You know. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's a it's a roundabout way to answer a simple question. But that's how I roll. Yeah. yeah. I think that's great advice. Support people. Eat your vegetables. Drink your water. Yay! The two <laughs> most important things: veggies and water, y'all. You can look it up. And if you need help, I got you. <laughs> Joya, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you. I know I take things off and just run with it, y'all. This is a lot of fun. No, this has been such a great conversation. I'll always come back if you want. If you wanted me to sit here and talk for an hour nonstop, absolutely. Again. I'd love I that. think we could do like a whole series on this. <laughs> we can just step out for a semester, yeah. right? Cover it all. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you to our sponsor as well, United Healthcare, for support of this podcast. Ways to Flourish is produced by Lindsay Heck, Calder Sprinkle, and myself, Jenny Hellman-Dollar. 